to you live from Girl Boss and the K. Um, let me just be the first to say, King of Rhymes, by the way. <laughs> what rhymes? All of that. But you were too busy on your fucking phone, you asshole. Anyway, so sorry about last week. I was literally in a manic episode, but I'm doing so much <laughs> no, better. You were. I'm doing so much better now. <laughs> um, you know, but you were manic. No, I was a fucking maniac. I can't believe that you even put up with that. And you should have punched it's me right in the fucking throat. The segment in the middle was funny. I listened to it. I had Three to, times. I had to edit so much of that fucking episode. And like, I literally was like, you're going to have to edit this. And you're like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I, I'm not. I absolutely I'm like, did. You, but you are. I go, you're, you were, you kept you're going making, on and on. You're making it harder on yourself. So you kept saying, <laughs> and I was like, I, and you're I was like, like, I was like, no. And then I kept cutting you off, which I never do. It's I know like, it's usually the other way around. I know. Oh, and I'm like, you're going to have to do a ton of work. It's Pride Month, so I'm standing up for myself. Oh, God. <laughs> you still owe me a check, bitch. <laughs> for being For here. being gay, I need a check. <laughs> Obviously, I'm kidding. Mm, I don't know if he is. Nope. I mean, you could, <laughs> you could split it with the staff here. Oh, you, my God. Jonathan, uh, Matt, Taylor. <laughs> Donna, Katie, Dorothy, who's the biller? Steph. Ashley, Steph. Who's like, gay? You, well, okay, well, she's out. We have to give her some, too. So yeah. split it between the two of us. Yeah. She's yeah, a real yeah, queen. Yeah. Steph, if you're listening, love you. If you're not, you're fake as fuck. <laughs> you're not. We love you. Please come back. <laughs> well, Keep coming back. if you don't come back, I'm going to hurt you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you were a lot to manage um, last week, and that's fine. We all are allotted a time to snap. Oh, you were snapping. But you've had a lot going on in your life. I was, I was being, I was giving you some grace. I was being sympathetic to that. Um, you are so gorgeous, like the fuck. He's so scrawly. No, I you know that. what he reminds me of? Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Are you getting the Machine Gun Kelly yes. vibes? How tall is he? My height. Yeah, Machine Gun Kelly. Tell him, encourage him to go get the tattoo down his neck. <sighs> no, like he's he's giving he's giving Machine Gun Kelly like he's a skinny king. He where is he at? Titusville. Of course he is. It's fine. He's cute. Does he have a social media page? I haven't asked. It's annoying when you do that, and you should really just preface when you're doing this. My best friend requires a social media page, and otherwise, I can't sleep with you because I'm are, okay. All right, I'm done. I'm done. Like I, I'm, I'm done. I'm you done. You have done. all night to do this. I know. Anyway, uh, there goes the anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Keep going. As I'm trying to become more professional, the last two shows just really just whatever. I almost said it again. There were a number of things we didn't even get to the last few shows because our outlines were absolutely just blown off. We're trying to refocus Pure here. chaos. Yeah, we're trying to refocus here. Of course, we are funny. We've come, become kind of comedic. <laughs> but uh, Per Hunter's Instagram, um, I am a comic. Me too. <laughs> I know. But I have it in French. So I wanted... I. I wanted to not last episode, the episode before I was talking about 
I was like, okay, I did a social experiment and I remember listening to it, but I didn't get to it because we were so all over the place. Uh, I talk a lot about on the podcast about how social media is such like a driving force to get your brand out there and like your name and whatnot. And, um, so in growing mine, you know, I made my stuff public and I said, you know what, I'm going to do an experiment. So like on my pinned stuff, I did that picture Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I was like, what the fuck is this bitch talking about? Yeah. I did the picture from Camille Fest and that I did when I pinned that as my first picture, I gained the most followers predominantly men too, and got the craziest message, like really literally uh, hundreds of messages. Um, I can confirm. Yeah. And it sucks. I mean, I, that's fine. Like if, if, if that number of people following me will eventually get females and other people to get me in the, in, you know, in the scrolling, then that's great. Cause it's exposure for us. I know this past week, I am finally getting more females following me, which that's what I want. I want that. And, um, you know, I've had nice jugs. Thanks. However, wait, I just thought you were saying that about yourself and I was like, well, I do have nice jugs, but sure, you've got no, big old motherfucking $9 gallon titties, <laughs> bitch, <laughs> whole uh, milk. And so another theme that, oh, wait, excuse me, 1%. I breastfed both my children. Okay. Well, I was trying to give you a compliment. Thank you. You're welcome. 1%. I don't look at your boobs. I'm just, I know we're so like asexual. I don't even look at you like that at all. <laughs> I can't. Like your boob could be on your back. And not, <laughs> That's how I feel about you and, and like I, you. And I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say anything. I'd be like, mm, she's fine. <laughs> Very total like recall. You're, you're, like if you were an old woman Three tits. and your titty was like behind you dragging on the floor <laughs> when you're going to see a patient, I'd be like. It's normal. She knows. <laughs> she has to feel it. She's it's not my business to say I'm anything, crying. obviously. She doesn't look ugly. If she looked ugly, I'd have to tell her. <laughs> She looks great. Oh You're strutting down the hall like <laughs> titties slinged over your, your shoulder. Laptops on your fucking arm the way you hold it like a little newborn. Oh and my then god! <laughs> yeah, I do hold my laptop like you a hold newborn. Your laptop so weird. So my best friend's husband, who's also my best friend, he came in and I'm getting a mural done in my aesthetic room. <clears throat> and I walked up to him today while he was in there painting, and I had one more patient to do. And I walked up to him to him, and I had my laptop under my arm. And the way that I was holding it, he thought I was handing it to him. And I go, oh, no, this is the way that I hold her. <laughs> she holds it. It's every it's tri- it's every like time I every 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 time every time I try to hold it the way that you do. I'm like, this isn't right. I'm like, what the fuck? How the fuck does she do this? Like, I don't get it's it. It's a baby on the hip. It, I don't I don't even go, I can't even going back to the social media thing. OK, there has been an emerging theme. Mm hmm. Men like my toes very much. Men are very... Goo gaga over my toes. Mm-hmm. Goo gaga insano. I have had multiple DMs about my toes. Outward toes are fire. Sexy ass toes. It has come to me that I should possibly monetize on... Capitalize on this situation. <laughs> and I'm serious. Wait, but we've talked about this so many times. I though. was talking to a friend 
today and they were Excuse like, me. what's the saying? Like you should have seven streams of income or something like that. Sure. And I'm like, you know, I do. I have, I have a few, but I was like, I don't have seven. What's one more. So I'm highly considering taking foot pick requests, but they have to Venmo me first. Same. I don't even care. It's I'm my gonna, feet. It's I, not like it's another, like it's fine. They're toes. I'm going to shave my toes and we're going to. Am I low for this? No, of course not. Let, let me say what I'm going to say. I'm going to shave my toes, get an actual pedicure and not do it myself, even though I have all the tools and all the jazz to do it. No, like come with me to get a pedi next time. Yeah. Because I get them regularly. And we'll hold hands with our feet and dominate the world. Yeah. Like if they want a you twosome, can, a threesome. You can, you sure. can, you can get the majority of the pay. Like I just get like a percentage. And that's yeah. fine. Cause I'm a man. We deserve to be burned at the stake. Like I, I'll take the lesser cut. I need to screenshot it. But one of the guys was like, I'd pay. And I was like. You know what? So many of them will. Uh, they're into it. They are into the feet. So, oh my I God. mean, really think about it. If I try, it's depending here. on the request, okay? Anywhere from five to a hundred bucks. We got to think about, you know, what if, what are they, what if they want me to do something crazy with the toes? Like, like stroke a wiener? I, I, that's gonna, that's gonna be requested. You're gonna have to get like I a. I don't think Matt would be up for that. Well, if he's ah, uh, if it was a hundred bucks, maybe <laughs> Matt would be like, no, I, no, 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 no. I, Mama didn't rain no fucking gotta, They have, they have like, uh, uh, what are they called? The little, the wieners, the like a dildo, dildos, dildos. They have like little ones with like well, ha- hair. If or they want something they, like that, wait, that's they, gonna have to be a business purchase they, expense. No shit, bitch. Write it off. They have the ones with like the. Synthetic hairs on the nuts, so they look real. I, that's real. disgusting. We're not going that far. I'm just trying to help you make a lucrative decision. Honestly, they right now really just like the posed pretty toes. Um, next by the to, pool. Yep. They really enjoyed the green toes next to the green beer. Mm. They loved that very much. They said monochromatic queen. Uh huh. And you know I love a monochromatic moment. Same. Um. So uh, things like that. I, I don't know about doing toe porn so much. I don't know if I should get into that yet. There is a niche for it. What's wrong? I actually think one of the first compliments that you ever gave me when we were at the old office. Oh boy, was. Because I, I was wearing like gray on gray and you're like, I love a monochromatic moment. And I was like, oh my God, me too. And I was nervous about wearing, you know, the outfit like that. And you complimented me. Anyway, that's all I had to say. <clears throat> I, I do. I, I I I appreciate monochrome. Same. And we, like look, that's look, how I am with like look my at, look at us now. We're besties. You're my boss. And we have a podcast together, and we both God. love monochrome. Like I really like how like my car and the building all mat like matches and flows. Yeah. Like I love that. Like adjusting. So the toe business, people are joking, just like, ah, I I just, and the app thing, you know, what's so crazy. And we discuss manifestation. I have fucking real. Oh my God. But I just get him. I just am getting flashes of opportunity right and left about the app thing. And I really just got to sit down and figure out who can build me an app I'm doing the it's design. A great, it's of such the, a great idea. It's such a great idea. It is and a great idea. Also, I will be designing the like mm. the icon. 
Yeah, the single rider. Yeah, I will be designing it. So I went to go I buy a bunch of the domains, mm-hmm. and singlerider.com is going to run me about 3500 bucks. $3,500? Yep. So. Well, you have to, we have to adjust. Like, there has to be something different. I know. I mean, but did I. You, did you try, like, single rider DIS? What's DIS? Disney. No, because it can't be specific to Disney. Although, okay. although primarily, let's be honest, the majority is going to be Disney. But I, 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 but we got to make it to all thrill park seekers. <laughs> it, there is a niche there. There, there. It is just something that I know has potential. I've had people write me about it. They were like, "CJ, holy shit, it's a good idea." But I just don't know anybody you, really in tech. What if you omitted letters like? S N G L R D R something to that. Yeah. What is it? Is it, it's called single rider though. When you, when you go in line, isn't it? I don't know. I don't go to theme parks. Are you burping? What are you doing? I'm oh my God, Hunter. You're so rank too. Oh, I have to share a room with you right now. What is wrong with your body this week? Get your shit together. Sorry, I'm dead. I'll be back. <laughs> So my social experiment is, it is very, very sad. Oh my fucking God. Are you kidding me? You're disgusting. Uh, You're disgusting. Can you come back to the mic, please? Holy God. What did you eat? You're hideous. not just fall out of the rolling chair this was this 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 show is supposed to be better (laughs) you're like a life disaster oh my god first of all it smells like ass crack in here you're fucking making me laugh god damn it the fucking chair I have not had that much to drink. No, you haven't. Oh my god, it stinks so bad. <laughs> Open the door. It's fine. Oh god, it smells so much better. <laughs> Just woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Oh. <laughs> We're gonna be trapped in this fart box. I can't believe I fell out of the fucking chair. Are you kidding? Anyway, continue. Okay, so. My experiment, my personal experiment is the hotter you are on social media, you are going to get more followers. Unfortunately, in order to get more followers, like they're just going to start by it's all like your content. You have to put out there that you're attractive and then they get hooked to you. Like I'm selling funny here and healthcare. And what are you thinking? Keep going. And girl boss and the gay. Um, side step should start the toe business. And another side step, I'm trying to think about who can develop this app. Uh, Have you found anyone that is like like a good prospect? No. So that's still hanging well, in the it's, hanging. It's 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 a it's it's whatever. It's, it's a work of. You know. I have also come to the conclusion that the world. Is just going to hell in a handbasket. Yeah, it is. What are you doing? Keep going. Uh, This past weekend, we did air travel like we do pretty much once a month. And it was 
so bad. Like there were a lot of delays because of weather in Orlando and whatever, which is fine. Like I'm okay with delays. What I am not okay with is poor communication. First of all, everyone is understaffed, stressed. Like we, I feel like us as a consumer traveler, I'm being rational. Like we know that I absolutely will have patience. So we land in Orlando at uh, 12. Wait, you're talking about like two nights ago? Three yeah, nights yeah. Ago. Sunday night or Monday night. So we land in Orlando at 12 a.m. So I'm like, awesome. We're going to be in bed by 1.30. I'm going to get six hours of sleep. Da, 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 da. It is better with that door closed. It's like I'm like. It's the air. Oh, my God. It's like it was driving me nuts. I was like, well, we had to air the room out after you shit your pants. Sorry. Anyway, it's fine. So we land. No big deal again. We're on the tarmac because I guess an hour before we got in, there was a huge storm. So then all these planes landed at the same time. So all the gates are taken up. Ah. Understand. Now, the person relaying this info to us at this time is our pilot. Perfect. We get to the gate. We're on the tarmac for about a half hour. Apparently, other airlines, other flights were on the tarmac for like an hour and a half plus. We were maybe 30 minutes. Wait, what airlines did you fly? Frontier, because we do Frontier and Spirit a lot because a lot they're like the non-stops. Listen, they are non-stop. Delta Delta is like can be non-stop, but usually might have a layover, or it's like four hundred dollars to go from Orlando to Atlanta, and that's dumb. It's stupid. It's stupid for an 50-minute flight Bye. for as much as I go there. Yep. Now, when I go cross-country different this month, story. I'm not right. <laughs> I'm flying a different airline. So anyway. I, uh, so we get directed to baggage claim. We get to baggage claim. There are six flights on our baggage. The batteries are dead. Well, that's homophobic. Especially this month. <laughs> we have to put the batteries in. We I talk have about some. That. I'll get some for you. Uh, we have some like in the thing. I have some at home. So anyway, are you listening to my story? Yes, I'm listening. We get there. The San Juan flight had been waiting at the turnstile for over an hour for their bags. Oh, no. Over an hour? Hunter, we waited an hour. No, that just took my breath away. We waited an hour, and San Juan's bags still hadn't come out. So there's literally probably about 1,000 people. That's cool. (laughs) Uh, There's 1,000 people in baggage claim. People are snapping. In Orlando. This one bitch, is she's snapping. It's Orlando. So she starts snapping. Another woman starts snapping. They've got one security guy who literally is as big as this fucking wine glass. He's like, it ain't my job. It ain't my job. And I'm like, oh, my God. He's basically like, fuck all of you guys. So then there's like, you know how they have the back rooms to the other side Mm -hmm. of the room? There's one woman working in there. Matt goes in. One. She's being fucking bombarded. But she's not giving any answers she was so poorly like trained and she just was being a bitch to everybody and it was like you're not communicating and that was the biggest issue you're just you're gonna always have somebody that's gonna be not complacent no matter what when they're communicated to and told the truth and they're just gonna be unhappy but the majority of people really are rational if you just tell them what's going on she's just like I don't know. 
She goes, so Matt goes in there. Do you know what she told Matt? Do you know what she told Matt? She goes, I don't know. Don't fly Frontier again. You're joking. I swear to God, he tweeted it. And they were like, please, you know, and he put her name and she was like, and I'd say it again and I'd say it again. And I was like, I go, I go, I realize like then I stepped in because I went to go get Matt because people are unloading. And this woman was being like, I get it. People were coming at her, but people were getting mad at her because she was giving really snarky, shitty answers. Do you know what I mean? Like she wasn't giving answers. So I felt bad that one, she was alone and working this desk at one 30 in the morning alone. But on the other hand, Oh yeah. I can imagine if I was in that position, sure, but, I would have been the biggest cunt but, ever met. But she was not communicating whatsoever. It was a little bit her fault. Like, and I'm well, very, no, you, ha- you yeah. have, you have to be able she to, she was just being fucking like, shitty to everybody. You have to and then she's like, I don't know what to tell you. Don't fly frontier. And we were like, can you just give us like, you're the bag person. Is anybody radioing? So they're moving crews around and I walk in because people are snapping and I go, listen, what time did you guys land? Like midnight. Okay. So by the time I'm having words with her, I walked in in front of all these people and I said, listen, I said, I feel like the problem here is, is that you're just, I get that you're being bombarded, but like you're egging people on instead of being a deescalator. Sure. And I go just maybe communicating and having maybe a possible wait time and maybe communicating that the problem is that they're short staffed instead of everybody's mind going wild being like, oh, fuck them, because that's what some people are thinking. The communication. So when we went on Twitter on the way home, when when we were looking Matt on Twitter, I love it. I know Matt's like, I went to the Twitter. I'm like, Matt, no one cares. But, you know, but no, Twitter, no, Twitter's where it's at. I know you and him tweet a lot. So Twitter had blown up about MCO and all the flights and they were like MCO and the airlines like, and Orlando, you know, what, every, you know, everybody's fucking mess. Orlando is ran so shitty. I fly a lot, not just to Georgia, everywhere in the country. And Orlando is shit. It's really bad. And everybody's moving to Florida on what fucking money, but they don't want to work. They don't want to work. Let me tell you, we're the most there expensive. are staffing issues in Georgia. We are the most expensive state in the U.S. currently. And nobody wants to work. I don't know how everybody's doing it. I know. So I'm sitting I here. I don't have any words. And everything on Twitter was like, we get it that basically what it boiled down to, what everybody's gripe was, was the lack of communication from MCO and the airline's MCO that evening was astounding. It was disgusting. And we were like gaslit. She was gaslighting people. And I was like, this is so, sh- it was so shitty. No, like literally all you have to say is like, Hey, the flight's running. It's delayed. Like, I'm sorry. Like delayed. And all she had to say was what I gathered was happening. Like you only, you run a skeleton crew late at night because you obviously don't expect for delays and they're probably doing one airline and doing it systematically. Not even that. Like I wouldn't even go that far. I would just be like, we're understaffed. I'm sorry. I'm the only Instead person Instead of here. literally telling people to like fuck off basically. Yeah. Don't, don't fly frontier. And well, I was like, that's not and great. Matt you know, was talking to one of the, air, no, Matt was talking to one of the, um, uh, uh, the flight attendants and just shooting the shit with her. And she's like, Oh my from frontier. And she's like, obviously that's not a helpful professional answer. She's like, 
And she was the one who was like, everything got basically he was saying what our pilot said yeah she's working a 12-hour ship on yeah she's like i'm waiting for my bags too she's like all the planes came in at the same time because we were all diverted and had to circle because it was storm. stormy and he's like why can't the fucking bag lady say that and be more communicative and maybe a timeline a radio back from bags i don't want to make it's, excuses for anybody but like it's poor management from the top girl the girl the, right her the guy supervising on the ground hey Maybe be like, it's taking us a lot longer 15 than minutes to unload one plane. I have six planes until I get to the the group of planes that are on carousel nine. Can I just say real quick, though? Management is terrible. These have days. you ever seen like a cleaning crew come onto the plane? Yeah, I have not up until this last time that I was in D.C. And I mean, there, it's not thorough. Well, duh, of yeah. course not. Anyway, there were fucking eight. Six to Six, yeah, six to eight people, if I think, if I can remember correctly. And they were, like, waiting for the people to get off the plane, and I have never seen that before. Like, they jumped the fuck on. Oh, they come fast. As soon as the fucking first rows got out, they were on the plane, and I have never seen that before. Yeah. And the, the I got the dirtiest looks, and I don't, I'm not judging anything. Like, I get Why? it. Why are they giving us, they were probably tired. Yeah. They were probably over everyone's shit. Like, you guys are all fucking slobs. Well, people put their feet on the ceiling. and People fucking, are disgusting. They're gross. They're gross. And I said to the woman, I said, I, I I, felt so stupid after saying it. I'm like, I work in healthcare. Like, I know that dealing in customer, this is exactly what I said to her. I go, I know dealing in customer service and dealing with the public is, like, incredibly hard right now. But you have to communicate and de-escalate. That's what I said to her. And then as I walked away, she was a snide fucking bitch and was like, you don't work in travel. I'm like, I'm not trying to like, I'm just, I'm just saying like, you're doing a fucking bad job. You obviously should not be doing this job if you don't know how to handle customer service. You just have to be fake. I know. And she just didn't Especially, give a fuck. And, and she I, knows she's not going to lose her job because they're so short staffed. But like that. And I bet she makes a great amount of money. I just hour. was, I would never treat somebody like that. No. And I know that she was, people were coming at her, but she wasn't helping. And she wasn't helping from the start. It would be a different story if she was actually helpful and someone came at her and they were like, blah, 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 blah. yes, that's a different story. That's like, not what happened. No, why? <clears throat> I don't discount that. I'm just saying, but in, in, in an instance where that was the case, like that was where I would thrive. Yeah. I'd be like, you can fucking step the fuck back. That's or... me too. Like when you come for me first, it's just like how I am in the no, practice. I'm, sh- I'm shaking my head. I'm shaking it real hard. Nope, 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 yeah. nope. You can fucking scram and come back when you're ready to fucking get some shit done. Well, that's how I am in our practice here. Like, I'm never, I'm never coming for anybody. But when you overstep and you're making assumptions that something wasn't done or whatever, I'm standing up for us. Like, if you're going to attack me, just like when a patient called the other day, like, we are, we're realistic. We try and be so perfect to get everything done every single day. But you and the one patient had a heart to heart today. And you were like, you know what? The one med, you're right. It didn't get called until the next day or whatever happened. And he was like, you know, man, I'm sorry for kind of going in on you. And you're like, he just said, next time, use your words. <laughs> I No, I did. And I, I fully did. You guys I, jived. You I'm, vibed. I'm so over the bullshit. Like, I want to fucking punch people every single day. Basically. But you handled that one very well. Well, I handle them all very well. But I never usually, like, hold anyone accountable. I always make an excuse. or Okay, actually, this is a lie. You held them accountable. 
I hold all of them accountable, but I try to keep it professional. Yeah. I'm not making excuses for me or anyone. Like we're extremely busy and like we have all this stuff, but like today in particular, got the voicemail and I was like, I'm calling him. And we're going to have a talk right now. And I'm, I'm going to give it to but him. But it ended up really good. Of course it did. Because what are they going to say? Yeah. People don't like to be called out on bad behavior. Yeah. And you were like, we're, we're, and, but you know what? I think I, he appreciated I, it. He did. I think that he did too. Yeah. Like he was like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be like that on the voicemail or whatever. And I was like, even oh. actually before he apologized, he was, I was like, you know, cause okay. Hold on. I have to restart. Yeah. Initially, he said, I'm sorry for being an asshole on the voicemail. And I was like, you know, it's okay. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, moving forward, you can just, you know, use your words, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> you said it in a non-condescending way. Of course I did. I tried my best. Like, I want to be professional, but like, you don't have to speak to us that way. Like, we are literally here to help you. No one's ignoring you. No one's dodging you. Like, no. Like, and- I'm sorry that you felt that way, and I don't ever want anyone to feel that way. Right. That's, like, why I'm here. And, like, if anyone in the practice was, like, you didn't call this person. You ignore this person. I'd be, like, fuck you. No, the fuck I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Him and I, we're, we're cool. Yeah. And no, he was, and like. And that's all it takes. literally, it was. Solid- some people are not cool like Hold that. the phone. It was solidified when he was, like. I can't talk to the pharmacy like I left the voicemail talking to you guys because I know for a fact that, that, just... if, that if I said that to the pharmacy, they're not going to give me my meds. So <clears> – And I said, oh, my God, you're absolutely right. But you shouldn't treat us like that either. I know. Because he we're was, nice. <laughs> he was cool. He was so nice and, like, it was fine. Y'all, uh, so my biggest pet peeve at work and I think what's making part of the system collapse is, like, it's a passing the buck situation. So what if, – If she comes to me one more time is like, who left this voicemail? They leave a voicemail. I'm like – And they're like, so number one. Cares? Number one, a lot of patients – say that they left a voicemail when they never did. And they in, never did! I know, and in reality, they call and call, and because they didn't get a person on the phone, they get mad, and they're just like, I left a voicemail. Well, you didn't. I Like, we have policy papers, all this stuff. I'm um, actually getting ready to shoot a video that's going to go on in the, in the room, in the waiting room. Like, everything is based on... We have so many calls. Like, it's really crazy. Like, if you don't get a fucking call back in the next 15 minutes from when you left a voicemail, (laughs) we have over 1,200 fucking patients. I get voicemails every minute of every second of every day. But I also have to room patients and I have to fucking serve CJ's fucking ass and like (laughs) do all this crazy shit. And no, no, don't tell me to shut up. It's the truth. It is because it's it's so much work. CJ is in such demand and she does. You bitch, you give your, I'm heated. You give your all. And like everyone needs to understand that you're not going in there being like, oh, you have two hands, two feet, two eyebrows, two retina. (laughs) Get the fuck out. You're great. You're doing good. Like your blood pressure is high. Fucking scram. You have all your limbs. The amount of mental power that I have to put into people every single day is, it's, it's astounding. No, no one in my family could do what I fucking do. And I stand no. by that. Except for my mother, maybe. But 
Even she has a very short fucking fuse. (laughs) I am a very patient fucking person, but I'm so, I'm like, my fingers are fucking like, I know I, uh, I, but now like the passing the buck thing. So we are just here to help everyone. Right. Patients saying that they are leaving messages right now. My current gripe is other offices claiming they never got, they never get anything that we send or, or my, per- <laughs> I know my personal, what? let me just stand the fuck up. My personal favorite, <laughs> my personal favorite is pharmacies right now. Stop. And they say they'll call, they'll, the patient will call. Right. And they'll be like, well, my pharmacy says that they've reached out to you guys three, four, whatever times. If you knew never right. fucking there are happened. two ways. There are two ways that all medications come in one via a fax machine or two via the electronic health record. All of them pass by my eyeballs every single day. Not one doesn't go. I am the one who checks it all. And then it gets dispersed out and I give the go ahead for refills. Might I just add to that? Uh-huh. Not only is it refills, every document that passes through the fucking fax machine, CJ reviews and then hands it off. Yes. And then every time she's a patient, she's like, I know for a fact that I, I saw, saw this. this. Yeah. The bitch is fucking right every single time. Every time. So then I get this request. Ooh. I get the I get this request from Publix, okay? And on the fucking fax, it says, on the fax, it Hunter's, says in the corner. Hunter's blood pressure is up. On the fax, it says, third and final request. Thank you. You can Do you know what I wrote ass. back on that fucking paper? I said, I, I wrote back. I said, under it, <laughs> I said, this was not the third request. It was the first. Don't write this again. Thank you. Starred and then she signed her name. And I faxed it back. Well, I faxed because they're doing that. You know what's happening is they're doing that to create some sort of paper trail. Yet they really don't have the paper trail because I can guarantee you they don't have the first two to show me. No, bitch. Where we do. If y'all could see the fucking thing on our wall with all the fax receipts overflowing that I'm in charge. of. Nobody's going to tell me that I didn't fax it. We have everything. I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. And then when we fax it, then when we fax it, I make I make the staff fax the original fax, too, with the time that shows it went through to prove to them that we've already faxed. So whenever I don't lie, if I'm sending my shit and it's like a second, third request, I'm sending the receipts of my request prior. These pharmacies can't do that because they're lying. And that goes for like our EHR system, too, because it tells Mm -hmm. you when it's been verified by the pharmacy and the exact time. It literally says it. it, That's the pharmacy has to accept it. It's been accepted into their system. Yep. It's a fucking green check mark. It's a fucking digital system. And, they, and that they, if they say they didn't get it, then they're lying. They'll be like, they're, maybe they're overwhelmed. Like I'm, I'm willing to give them a little bit of room. However, like they haven't viewed it yet. Every fucking time system, that I yeah. get on the phone with the pharmacist or the pharmacy tech or whoever's working in the pharmacy, they are the most miserable fucking humans on the face of the planet. And you know what? And, and I feel bad. We have a pharmacist. Under, it's understandable. Yeah, and they're they're getting it too because they have to deal with. And that's we're but understanding like, of that. I I'm working in healthcare too. Like this person's berating me as well. The camaraderie is not there. I'm trying to Mm -hmm. like level with you and get this shit figured out. Mm -hmm. 
Like, and just I do give not me feel. The, give me the courtesy that I'm giving you. I'm not feeling the camaraderie. No, there's from friends. pharmacies. There are some offices that we work with that we're cool with that like we are good with and know us personally, and it's oh, like yeah. not a big deal. But I do not get that camaraderie from other offices, some other offices and pharmacies, because everybody's so fucking pissed off. But we have a pharmacist as a patient, and she's cool as shit, but she's stressed the fuck out. What are you doing? Nothing. She just connected to my iPhone. Anyway. But no, is she not so stressed out? No, she's the best fucking. She's awesome. She's awesome. And every time she comes in, she's like, have you tried this tea? Have you tried this tea? Because she knows I'm a tea drinker. Yeah. And then I also bought my recent perfume from smelling her. (laughs) I get it tomorrow. She smelled so good. And she was wearing that cute fucking like sweater thing the other day. And I was like, I was like, you look fucking fabulous. She's like, she's like, thank you. And she was like, she was closing herself off. Now this is, I like, we're not here to bash like all pharmacies. Like we actually love some of the pharmacists, but a lot of them are leaving. Like our Winn-Dixie pharmacy by us, the The whole staff staff fucking left. Yep. And has just like it is devolved into a fucking the amount of pile of steaming hot shit. The amount of complaints that we've gotten about that, that one pharmacy, Dixie yeah. since the entire staff left has yeah. been insurmountable. Like, like it's not us. Like it's not us. But, they, but the pharmacy <laughs> but we take accountability like, when it is us. Well, they well they'll say like you have to call the primary care. It's like, bitch, you have five or 11 refills. Like it's not us. It's the it's the fucking pharmacy. Just look at the refills. I know. It's so crazy. Like, just look Some it up. Some people, I guess, don't have working vision. This is why we move to paper orders you and might, we put them in the hands of the patients because yeah, they might, love to say, <laughs> we didn't get them. You might think that someone's legally blind and has a walking stick or a little helper dog or something. And they have to go to the, the fucking and, counter and be like, hey, I have something. And they're like, oh, we don't have it. And I'm like, <laughs> And what again. frustration does this cause? It causes frustration down the line for patients, for families of patients, the insurance companies are just raw dogging us. You guys, insurance and insurance companies are the raw dogging us. Like insurance companies do not give a shit about us. They don't want to cover shit. What? No, I I wholeheartedly agree with that. The insurance companies can get fucked. They don't. They don't like it's. They just. They, I'm actually on a streak right now. It's a, it's a I've scam. Gotten, I've gotten two people approved for two medications that were prior off, and I'm trying to write. We, we do good about. I feel like we have a high percentage of approvals. But it's hard. It is. It's fucking hard, and I've got. I've, I'm on a streak right now, and I want to fucking keep it up because yeah. like I I've been. It's crazy, but they'll send patients like general answers and it's like, you didn't even review the data, the documentation that we sent that you requested and then you you sent back inaccurate information. You might have cancer, but like you don't deserve chemo. Sorry. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that. Are you taping us? Nope. What was that? Oh. Keep going. Uh, So today... Um, the hard side of it. Yeah. One of my really like a patient that I really, really like, um, just the type of guy who was really trying to like get everything together in his family and was looking out for everybody else for months. I've had him probably like the last year. I was going to say it's been at least a year. And I'm just like, Hey, you're a smoker. I go, just let me get a baseline chest x-ray. Like, let's just do that. That's why you come to primary care. He's like, CJ, I will, I will. 
And like his life was, he's just, he was trying to help everybody else. So what did he do for work? I can't remember. Uh, I don't remember. I remember the first time he came into the office, but like, I can't remember. I, I, lo- I do love, I like him a lot though, but he was just trying to get everybody else's life situated. No, I, Plus I, I think like, I think, I think there was something with the hurricane, like that he yes, just was under yeah, a yeah. lot of stress for the past nine months. So anyways, I've been trying to get him to get this chest X-ray for almost a year. And, um, the last time he came into me, he had dropped like 10 pounds feet swelling. And I was like, I no sleep night sweats. I was like night sweats. And I'm like, I, I don't, I don't like how you look. I said, the buck stops here. I said, you are walking out of my office today. He brought his wife in. Was it wife or sister? I don't remember. It was someone, it was someone to, I think he, when, when a guy breaks down and brings somebody with him, I think he finally knows something's up. I know. Like, I'm actually getting emotional about it because, yeah. like, we've actually had them for quite some time. Like, like, I I really like him. Um, no, he never complained. Like, he's, no, he's, he's so cool. He's extremely compliant, even though maybe he didn't get some scans. But, like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, he shows was, up. Yes, he does what he's supposed to do with his meds. But, like, he just didn't. He couldn't make the time. And I get it. Like, look how long I put my scans off for. So, you know, it's just life. Like I was a year and a half late. Like I would have been screwed. What if I, what if when I did get my scans, there was really something wrong. I I did it to myself. So anyway, uh, my scans were fine though. (laughs) Um, so anyways, she's fucking fine. I said, you are going over today and you are getting an x-ray of such and such ultrasound, blah, blah, blah. So I get these scans back and I don't like it. He's presenting badly. And I said, listen, um, there's something on your x-ray. It it doesn't say that it's malignancy, but it's like malignancy versus inflammation versus infectious etiology. Etiology means cause. Um, And I go, I want you to go to oncology. So he followed up with me today and he was like, I go, how are you? And he's like, well, the swelling in my feet has gone down. And I go, have you had any scans? He goes, I had a CAT scan. I go, do you want me to pull it? And he's like, yeah. And he's always like, you know, CJ, I'm a realist. So I look at it. It was terrible. He has a malignant lung mass. And I walk in and I said, do you want me to tell you or do you want to wait until your oncology appointment on the 30th? And he goes, no, I want to hear it from you. So I told him the spiel and I'm like, listen, I go, this clearly says it's likely a malignancy. I go, you never know until it's biopsy. You never know. Yeah. You, and I told him that I was like, you never know. Like remember, I've only worked in medicine for like three years, but like, you don't know. Like, remember when, um, the one patient, she, her belly was huge. And I was yeah. like, something's up on or her even the, other, the other guy with the thyroid thing. You're like, it's like cancer. And then he had a biopsy and they're like, it's fine. Yeah. You too. Don't, and don't. they were certain something was wrong. You don't know. And it was benign. Like I'm emotional. <laughs> I, I know you don't know. And I was like, you really don't know. But I go the way that he was, but the difference is the other two weren't losing weight. He is. That's true. He has symptoms. Yeah. He's symptomatic. And I go right now though, it, you know, is showing it's not spread here like and then i you know i prepped him i'm like you're they're probably gonna send you for a pet scan and i just you know gave him like a little half hug and i was like "Uh, this sucks and i said but i am here and he i I just was like now you can kind of go into the meeting with the oncologist with uh not emotional of course you can be emotional but i guess 
not as reactive, like being told in there. Because I like people to be informed. So yeah, today sucked. I've had to tell a multitude of people that they have cancer. But in my years of all the cancers that I've caught, you've seen a lot of them have survived. I have a couple that are not doing well. I was going to say, I think it was like... We got a, a couple that aren't doing good. A month of me working for you, there was a patient that had breast cancer, and I witnessed you telling her about that, and we still have her now. Yeah. Our we have a couple. Queen. Yeah. But we have a little old lady right now who came in today who had to get an EKG, and she was another, <laughs> she was another one I knew. Oh, fucking Hunter. So, you know, when you are of the opposite sex. You have to have a witness in the room. Yeah, you have the other, like, it was a female. So we had, you know, we sent Katie in. But Katie doesn't know how to do, like, EKGs. Katie like, has, she was just in there because Katie you Katie has witnessed me doing many of EKGs on women. Yeah, so it, it's just good practice to do that. Yeah. Um. So anyways, Hunter comes in. He goes, I need you. I was in with another patient and she goes, I, what's wrong? What I go, do I go, I go, is the EKG bad? He's like, CJ, come here. I was like, I can't talk about this. And luckily the like the pain, I know the patients that were there were like super cool. They're like, we're good. If they weren't cool. I'm like, bitch, get your ass no, out I here. No, I know they were cool. So I got out and he goes, um, she's not wearing a bra. I go, uh, and, and he's like, I don't, I don't know how to work around boobs. I'm like, yes, you do. Usually, you do them. Usually it's not a problem. Because However, they have a bra on. It's not a problem. How, well, <laughs> even one specific patient that I did one on, she didn't have a bra on. It was fine. I did it. it. Like, it was fine. This person is from my hometown, and I remember her from church when I went. Oh, and, I didn't know that. Well, I didn't tell you that because I didn't want you to be like, it's fine. You can't deal with the Jesus boobies. No, I just was like, you have to do this. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sweating. She was so cute. I'm sweating from anxiety. Like, I recognize this. Like, I know her and I cannot do this. Long story short, I did the EKG because she, she had to have a procedure, but she's not doing great. So, poor baby. Healthcare is really tough lately and i feel like this is such a good platform for people to hear and understand what's going on in like the inner workings on the back side since the passing of the aca and making primary cares the gateway i know we're eye rolling like there are good parts the aca but making primary no, care there, the there gateway. are great parts of it but it's like the dumb part of it is oh, making a specialist refer back to us to go to should, another specialist we should post it Post what? Like the the guidelines. <laughs> like nothing. It's all fucking shit. Like nobody <laughs> follows. It's a fucking. It's a steaming hot pile of flaming shit. I know, but like just just to say healthcare that. is a pile of fucking <laughs> rat trash. It's it's a it's a bunch of dead feral rats, mm -hmm. and I'm included in that pile. Like a bunch of just fucking. I'm the dead feral rat that's not quite. I dead can't believe yet. I've made it twenty years. I can't either. Like, I don't know how you've done this. Uh, it's I've gotten been, worse. I've been doing this for three years. And I'm like, I like, even when I have to like do like a extensive eval on patients before you go in and see them, I'm like, I don't know how CJ does this every single day with, you know, 15 to 20 patients a day. Like I cannot imagine. Doing because this I also day. see a lot of psych too. And, um, when I was in 
clearly I have a ton of work background, like clinical experience. But when I was in nurse practitioner school, I made it a point to do a, an extensive rotation through actually psych because I knew that that was going to be such a huge component um, in primary care. How much psych do I see? Everybody is psych. Literally. Every single patient. I was a psych patient when I was your patient. My professor in nursing school, you were. When I, my professor in nursing <laughs> like, school, you were, you're psycho, bitch. My professor in nursing school, she was tenured. God, she was so old, and she was my toughest professor. <laughs> she was my toughest professor. <laughs> that bitch is old as hell. She was so fucking old, but she is tough. Her fucking her tests were so hard. So, anyways, she always said though. Every patient you have, no matter what, is a psych patient. You are right. As a nurse, you treat mind, body, soul. You're holistic. It's true. It's true. You're not focalized like physicians tend to be. They are taught to be focalized, whereas we are taught as the, we have a holistic. Um, Doctors are not trained the same way as nurses. No, and PAs aren't either. They're trained oh. They're trained in a flow chart. Exactly. Um, where nurses are, what is the, what is the. Um, what is the word I'm looking for? I don't know. Um, it's, it's not, um, it's something pathic. Um, um right. Well, whatever. So anyways, I, sh I did a, a large psych rotation, so I'm pretty well versed like in psych. Um, and I see it every day. And a lot of people end up coming to me because they simply feel comfortable with me versus like the psych people that they've gone through. It's... The whole A-frame. You're not treating the sickness as a nurse. You're treating the patient. You're treating the patient. Yes. And they always say symptoms are symptoms, but you've got to treat the patient, not what. Doctors are doctors, but nurses are case managers. Um, it's it's Nurses do so much. It's just like, you know, if you sit there. It's crazy. Honestly. And you have a patient who's in like rapid AFib, right? You can literally have a, somebody who's having a STEMI, which is an ST elevation myocardial infarction. Like they need, they need immediate, they need to be in the cath lab now. You can have somebody coding in that situation or somebody sitting there talking to you and they're just like, I'm having a heart attack. You treat the patient. You treat the patient. And so uh, a whole part of that is not scaring people. You just have There's to. There's a lot of times where I have to get real with people like today where I'm like, we got to focus. And I'm very collaborative. I'm like, here's your options. Usually what I tell people is like, here's your options of what you should do. Or it, when it's really serious, I go, this is what I am saying and what you should do. You can tell me to get fucked or whatever, but like, usually I give you an option of ABC. I'm not really giving you options. It's either this or you do nothing. And people appreciate that. Because a lot of times they'll be like, well, you're the, just, you're the doctor. I'm like, I'm not a doctor. But they'll be say, like, you're the person. And I'm like, they, but. They all like. I, I feel it's important to give people a role in their own care. You're selling yourself so short. Like everyone adores you and you are great at that. That is that thing when it comes. Like, I'm getting choked up a little bit just because of today. Like the one patient, like he's so cool. And the he's fact cool. that like you caught that shit and you're like. Well, this, we, we caught it earlier. You were like this. Why well, no? You could have, but like that's not on you. That's on him. I mean, he he knew he knew, but I was just like, just it listen just, to me, God damn it! It just makes me a little bit like I, I never feel healthcare sad. Well, I never feel sad, but like now that I'm talking to you about it now, and like I feel at peace, and like we, I don't have patience to 
talk to tomorrow. Like, well, we're jaded. You know, we're in it every day and we're just like, oh, so-and-so. No, but I'm, when you sit back and reflect on it and you have I a know, moment to think about the patient, you're just like, oh, yeah, fuck. I don't really reflect much anymore, especially with my dad and stuff like that. Like, I literally saw my dad's spine and, like, his literal coccyx through mm-hmm. his skin. And, like, mm-hmm. he, today that, that man was so calm and he's like, okay. And he was so thankful that you were able to talk to him and, like, your patients adore you and like I feel like you definitely have a wall up after your dad and stuff like that oh absolutely yeah I don't even know how to get through it but like that's not what I'm saying you should be in therapy no bitch I know I should be put down anyway but then you got to take down your fucking like your your if I go to therapy I'm not gonna be able to work because I'm gonna be down I'm gonna be inpatient bitch you're not going to go inpatient. You don't know that, bitch. You should have been inpatient last week. We should have, <laughs> we should have had you in fucking four-point restraints last By week. By God, don't talk about it. Anyway, oh, my God. I was a mess. But, like, everyone adores you, and you are extremely exceptional when it comes to, like, patient care and collaboration and all this stuff. And I'm not just blowing that on my butthole, like, whatever. It's I'm... fucking true. And, like, they even trust me as your assistant because you fucking have... Not to be annoying, but, like, I am kind of her prodigy. Protégé. Protégé. <laughs> Say it again. Who's your protégé? Who, who's your protégé? You? Yeah, I am. I have a lot of protégés. No, you don't. Steph is one. Sure, but I'm better than her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I mean, halfway, but, like. That's so funny. She's not done what I have had to do. Steph's smart as fuck. I know. I love her. She's brilliant. Yeah. I, uh, I don't trust I, her. I, st- I still feel I just out- like, I like Steph's calm demeanor. I fill out her lab slips. When she fills out her own lab slips, then she'll be better than me. Mm-hmm. She's cool. I, Until I would feel then. very comfortable with Steph, like, as my ER nurse. I'd be like, she's just so, like, chill. No, she's the chill. As I come out, I'm like, this person said so-and-so. And she looks at me, she goes, uh-huh. her eyeballs are just dead to me. She's like... Is there aorta split down? Yeah. She's like, we we can handle this. She's like, is there blood pressure above two hundred systolic? <laughs> and she she's like, she's like, are they bruised from? The problem is America doesn't know what's truly an emergency and what's not. Because no, well, hey, you know what it is. Wait, no, that go go. You go. know what it is is that read uh, people need to fucking read. That's the point. Okay, but you know what it is. Oh my god. Here's the thing. It's not a scare. Okay, you're warned about it. You're warned about health scares. You're warned about what could happen. I was literally thinking about this earlier. And the problem is, is that once and a lot of people think they're infallible and it's not going to happen to them. And then once it does, people can't cope and don't know how to handle anymore. And, um... nobody's exempt. The world can come crashing down at any moment. Like your ass can go in (laughs) AFib at any moment. And that's just that. I go into SVT every day. It's 
a joke. I just laughed. I mean, you sweat like a fucking I waterfall. Know. I know. Like I all I look up and you've got the beads of sweat coming from your I fucking hairline. I don't know hairline. what's wrong with me. Like I don't know if like like do it do I need to have my organs removed? And no, then I just think you have an internalized subconscious social thing that makes you sweat. I don't know. Anyway, um, I was thinking, I do. I was thinking earlier about the people that are like when they look at the they get their lab results before we look at them. Mm-hmm. And they see red. A cool rule. Thanks. Wasn't that DeSantis? Dumb. It was bad. (laughs) It's a bad move. I don't have any comment about that other than that it's dumb. I'm all about an informed patient, but this was a bad move. Sure. You can be informed. It doesn't mean you're educated. It's terrible. Anyways, continue. Anyway. So like you can be, when you look at the labs, like it'll be like orange or red. Like you're above a certain point. Like you're above the, the marker or whatever. But like when you're above the marker, it doesn't mean that like. Oh my god, that's a bad result. It's just an indicator of like, okay, like I'll tell you when it's a bad one. No shit, bitch. Yeah. Like obviously, if you're one point above like the marker, it's your norm. It's okay. Very much likely. You're not. You're not dying today. But they and I'm just like. But everyone, they fucking freak out. I'm like, oh well, this is over. I'm like, because we have not you're gone fucking through. Okay, right. Nobody has sat and taught them that. Labs create these standard parameters. It's just a marker. It's just a standard parameter. And if you're a little bit above or below, like usually that's fine. A doctor in the ER won't even like glance at that. I, I know the numbers I've been trained and have lived. I have (laughs) thousands and thousands of hours I've spent my time at the bedside with people dying. The amount of time she goes, so and so's numbers are like this. And I'm like, well, that's annoying. <laughs> I know. Because they're bitching about it. Or she goes, CG goes, so and so's numbers are like this. I'm like, oh yeah, I saw it. And she's like, it's going to be a long appointment. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, go on, girl. Yeah, You're running yeah. behind already. Go on. <sighs> go on, get on. And then having to explain myself, like, yesterday I had two brain injuries. Like, and I'm just, like, this is in primary takes... care because nobody else will listen to them or evaluate them. They listen to and people then the that, other like, patients. They think that it's like a it's like a panic the... situation. Like you're two points above Here's a certain the thing. marker. These women, okay, they're in my waiting room. One has a fucking black eye and egg goose egg on her face. The patient behind her, the man who bitched, literally saw her, what she looked like. And he comes in and he's like, you know, I came here because I didn't want to wait. And I'm like, sir. I just had two TBIs prior to you. Like there was no denying it. And I'm sorry, but being in primary care, today's just one of those days where I had to address them a little bit longer. And he works from home. He didn't give a fuck. He doesn't. He was pissed the fact that I brought someone back. And I was like, bro, I was like, I I have like head over your stable labs. And he uh, that kind of stuff right there is the problem with America. It's not that you're less important. It's that you are less critical. And patients don't understand that. In an ER or anything, just like a fucking transplant list, let me just fuck healthcare is prioritized. Let if me, you come let, in with a little you, sliver, ABC's bitch. Yep, he did not give a fuck. He, he doesn't care. He's he entitled. Roasted to me. He's a white straight man who smells bad. He didn't has doesn't have fucking deodorant on. He doesn't give a fuck about anyone else in the world other than himself. He's like, I'm entitled and I deserve to be seen. Meanwhile, we've got someone in AFib or you know someone who is. 
A1C is 20.4. And they're no, like, I mean, I had to evaluate the, sh- the one woman. Like, fucking, do I got to send you for a CAT scan? The fucking sugars are eating at their skin and they're fucking just deteriorating. But like, Do you remember when I broke my foot? So when no, I broke bitch. my foot. I remember today. Actually. When I broke my foot in the office, like it was literally, it looked like my bone was up against my skin because like. I don't go to the ER. The only time that I used to go to the ER, I have something called teat syndrome. So it's basically where it feels like your rib cage is squeezing you to death. That happens to me maybe once every couple of years before I got into my own practice or became a nurse practitioner. When it got really bad, it felt like I was suffocating and I would go to the ER and I would get a steroid shot. And I remember a local doctor here, uh, a female was like, well, what do you want to, what do you want us to do? And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And it was a weekend. And I'm like, and this was before like urgent cares too were a thing. And like, you can't find a fucking urgent care. Now they're open all the time. They'd be like open Monday through Friday. I'm like, this doesn't help me. Meanwhile, I'm like squeezed to death. What do you want us to do? And I'm like, I normally, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just apologizing up and You're down. Like, like, I, would, I don't want to be I would be like here. to be put in my grave. Thank you so much for your help. I was like, I usually get a steroid shot and that's it. And like, she was a total fucking asshole to me. And anyway, so now I can do that myself. I have literally at my office. So if teats shows up or whatever, I can take care of that. But anyways, I had a point. What the fuck was I talking about? Reorient me. I don't remember, but I was use. Uh, I was going to say like when we went to when you when you broke your foot. Oh, when I broke my foot. So when I broke my foot. Remember, I came out and I wrote write me a stat x-ray and I was just going to go outpatient. (laughs) But then it looked like the bone was getting ready to pop through my skin. And I was like, when you oh, fuck. Your, when you took your shoe off, you're like, I think I broke my foot. And I'm like, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. And then you took your foot, your shoe off. And I was like, Ooh. And I was like, oh, fuck. I think I, I was like, it. this bitch definitely broke her fucking foot. But I was like, I better go to the ER because I was like, I might need and surgery. I kept trying to talk you down, too. And I was like, no, you don't need to go. But I was looking at your foot. I was like, mm. Yeah. I was like, mm, my bones. I was like, this is was close like, to being a fucking open fracture. I was like, fracture. she's a tough bitch. She'll be fine. I was looking at her foot like, oh, my fucking yeah. God. So I get there. And the doctor, first of all, the nurse was one of my old students. The x-ray tech was a friend. The doctor was cool as shit, The too. doctor was cool as shit because they are like, oh, yeah, I'm glad you came in because, like... Your foot's fucking broke. Yeah, your foot's broke. And, like, yeah, you could have possibly needed surgery. Like, you made the right call. So I got in, but, like, he fucking called out one of the patients because they were like, is there food here? And he's like, I don't know. He goes, this is not a cafeteria. This is an ER. Like, go to a vending machine. Because people are sick of it, too. Like, if you can say that kind of shit and you're just sitting there and you're fine in ER, like, if it's not trauma or whatever, like... Everybody's had enough, and that's probably people, not the nicest people thing. People are but... there t- because they're fucking dying, right? And then there's other people in there. But like... you're gonna ask for some fucking food? Fucking go to urgent care. Yeah. And I stand by that. Like I don't have time. Mm-hmm. I'm. I. 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 I will bully any fucking asshole that does bullshit like that. The ER is not for you. If you're asking I... for food, like take your ass. My elsewhere. other gripe with the ER, though, too, is is like. Unless you have a giant bruise down the side of your abdomen well, where, like, you're bleeding out or something like that. Like, like I had a patient message me and... Get the fuck out of here. He was like, you know, I, I hurt my arm on the boat. And it's one of those things, like, when I literally move it and unfold it, it brings me to my fucking knees. He's like, I'm... Yeah. And That's I go, different. Right. And I said that's this is kind of a stat thing. I'm like, if it's causing, like, a 10 out of 10, that's something... 
I understand like I was just on my phone and you said that and I I was triggered I was like oh wait that's something that's that was triggered and of course and I'm not a practitioner of course he's not going to be seen first he's probably going to have a couple hour wait but like he gets in there and they put him in a sling and they're like take Tylenol and I'm like and he's like but I like I'm in severe pain and I was just like you know what I'm done like they won't even there I don't know you know what guys we are doomed (laughs) (laughs) We're fucking doomed. I don't care if you're the smartest motherfucking doctor on earth. No, you could be. We're the, fucked. You could be the smartest we're, fucking no, doctor. We're fucked. The system's gonna fuck you. Unless if your best friend is Jesus' hands working on you himself, we're all fucked. Not even Jesus' hand. Jesus' feet. Yep. Oh, I, I gotta get him in on. I gotta have him do it. <laughs> I gotta have him do a, a cameo. Fucking crypt keeper toes, like squishing grapes and shit. Like mm, mm, next mm, to my pedicure, slay. That would be a good Venmo. I would charge probably like five G's for that one. You should be like, this is Jesus's real foot. I think people think that I'm really kidding, but I really don't mind doing the foot thing because it could be a really good social. Ex- what if we did this as a social experiment? I will shave my toes. Like. We could do this as a social experiment and provide feedback. Wait, I've been wait before even even God, before, patients are gonna be like, my doctor even before the podcast makes I was money like, selling her toes. I wanna sell pictures of my feet, like I could shave my toes and paint them. You know, I have nice toes and I have some scars and a lot of dudes are into the scars. I could trick men because I fucked my feet I up. Have female feet because I've got pretty toes. Hunter, I love you, but your feet don't look female. Bitch, you're delusional. I'm not. I could. I will fucking bring up the receipts. Who said that your feet look like female feet? I will. Well, I actually can't. I actually blocked most of them. But like, <laughs> oh my god, you guys! Did we talk about the other the guy from Third Wave when we were looking on your phone? Third. So Hunter and I went. No, to No, we didn't. We did not. We, <laughs> we, we talked about the other. What was guy. his name? Valdecor. Some Valdecor. Like, something like that. So Hunter and I go. Last week we had like. Our fucking building was. I was. Our our building was being treated. I for was like in a stuff. manic episode. The building oh God, was yeah. under like some mild construction, yes. and I was. I texted CJ in the morning. I was like, "I'm sorry, I can't work today." Like, and I, I was like, "Want to go to breakfast?" He's and like, I "Say said, less." I said, "Say less." Like, we're gonna have we're gonna have drinks and have food. Like, I'm not working today. Yeah. Like, I literally can't. So we yep. go to third wave, and we're starting on the mimosas, and this older man like likes hunter's stuff he has a wig on it's like a long blonde layered wig like you know like a like a cross like a cross (laughs) bang and he's in his jeans he's got no teeth and his name's like valdecor valdecure whatever and he's got all these pictures like parted like he had it parted off the side of like and then the last picture So it's all straight with layers. And then the last picture is of him where he curled it back. And it literally looks like what the fucking. Like he's a Quaker. Yes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he that was a formal night. <laughs> so on the app, like what was this grinder? subject someone to fucking being burned at the stake. Hunter's like, how dare him message me? And I was like, I mean, he clearly has great fucking like what's the word he's has um 
confidence. So, anyways, he had a hidden a hidden album. All and I said, fucking dirty men have confidence. Like, and I'm I was sorry. like, I was like, I gotta see the fucking album, bro. <laughs> so Hunter writes him back, and he's like, "Unlock your album, cutie." You, I had to, I had to do what I had to do. No, I had to see. So, anyways. <laughs> In true fashion, because he's 110 years old, we open the album. It's all the same pictures because all the people same. don't know how to operate fucking electronics. And so then it's like one picture of his, of his ass. <laughs> I can't. He's literally say, pulling I, his pants down in the back with his, and he can barely bend over because his knees are so arthritic. <laughs> So he's doing like a half bend and his ass cheeks are out. And we're like, oh, we're, there it is. And Hunter's <laughs> like, well, now I got to fucking block him. I had to block him. Oh, God. I'm oh, like, I'm fucking crying. That was fun. What was this? It was like Val, Val, Valderick or. Valderick. Val, yeah. Valderick or some shit like that. It didn't and, like, make any sense. He had multiple wigs. Like he was stunting on these bitches. Like. Katie's like, he's living his best life. Katie's like, he can probably. He was. Katie's like, you know he can fuck. I was like, bitch, where? <laughs> Who was the guy Katie tagged us in in TikTok with the crow? What is the name? The black boots. Black boots. The guy that can dance with the wig and he was wearing the high, the knee high black boots. Crow or some shit. Pigeon crow. I don't remember that. Well, you were fucking literally in a manic state. Was that last week? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember anything. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, last week was rough for all of us. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm <laughs> he, has, he has apologized to all of us. I'm better now. Like, I don't know if I'm bipolar or not, but, like, I might be. Um, I don't think you're not bipolar. Um... I was in bed for multiple days after that fucking week. Well, yeah. God, you were exhausted. Even today, like, I literally went home and got undressed and got in bed. Oh, my God. I fell asleep, and I woke up. Matt goes, Matt goes, he got home from work, and he's like, babe, just go in the bedroom. Hunter, I went in there on my heating pad, and I was unconscious. Now I have to wake up, and tomorrow's, like, our chill day, but, like, to work. But, like, you But I have to wake up and bring Cole's ass to fucking football. But you said that you you got in late when you came in from Georgia. Oh, yeah, I have And you were running on zero sleep, and then we had to work again, and then again. Mm Mm-hmm. You're you're running on E. Yeah. It's fun. But it's fine. She still made it to work before I did. Dedicated as fuck. (laughs) I'm a machine. Donna went, you need to make sure that you're here before nine. I Did said, she tell you that today? Yeah. She goes, oh my God, it was so funny. So like I called your ass and I'm like, where are you at? And I, like, I Hunter goes, Hunter goes, the car. Hunter goes, I'm coming. And I you're go, like, I don't go, be annoyed. I go, you are not to be annoyed. I am the one to be annoyed. He's like, okay, bye. No, <laughs> so no, anyways. I, I just do that. I said, I said, I'm not annoyed. And you're like, good. Donna and Katie are sitting right here and they're like laughing and Donna goes, well, I'm going to have to give my every six month talk to him. And I'm like, yeah, I do need it, though. <laughs> it's like, like it, the family talk. No, but I'm not even joking. And like, I'm not la- like I need to be fucking checked <laughs> at least twice a year. And like Donna looking at me like this, she was like. <laughs> she, gave, she gave me the death. St- like, I don't ever want to piss her off. Like, I've done it before. And like, I can't. I know. I've cried. <laughs> I want her to listen to this. I'll she be like, Donna, will. just skip to minute one. Even 11. her and you, like the last time, like you fucking was like 
when you was like, when you were like, get out, I was like, what? Boy, you pissed me off that day. Don't talk about it. I can't deal with it. Anyway, we're not talking about that. <laughs> Anyways, everything's fine. It's everything's just that... fine, of course. I looked at Donna. I was like, it's I, just high st- I was like, I won't let it happen again. It's gonna happen again. Obviously, <laughs> I was like, like I'm not. All I said was like. I don't want a room of Haitian. Literally in my head, I was thinking like, you know, it's, I'm a little late today, but like, she's going to be, she's going to be late regardless. But my my two patients. Hold the phone. CJ is not going to see that patient. Like regardless of whether I'm there or not, like she's going to do some shit. Like she's going to handle like the faxes or like refills or some shit like that. Mm -hmm. The truth is coming out here, bitch. I got here, and what were you doing? You oh. weren't you weren't going in to see a patient. You were doing some shit up in this office, and I was like, mm. "What was I doing?" I don't fucking know. Whatever the fuck you do, I don't remember the day. <laughs> Me either. I have no idea. Fucking, I don't know. I love. Does everybody know who Alex Earl is? Have we talked about her? <sighs> My queen. Wait, you follow her now? Yes, because you told me about her. You're a year older than her. I got, you told me about her after I came back from Miami. Like, you know what it is? I was obsessed with her. So she's like a Jersey girl who comes from like a blended family who they're rich as fuck, Earl Construction. But she's so, obviously she's gorgeous. She's rich. She just graduated from the University of Miami. But like, she's so honest and like chill and like down to earth like i love her and she's just partying because she's 22 and living her best life like get your coin girl she's setting her life up for the rest of her life and doesn't even like i'm sure she realizes it but like can you imagine getting like she's not gonna ever like she's set she's gonna be set if she just continues like go go for it if i had that fucking life people make fun of people who make like this stream of income off like social media and shit let me tell you what make that fucking call oh, i made a post the fuck out of here i realize i talk about social media a lot but you guys have to remember being a business person what do people always ask please leave a google review go leave a review on facebook love to do whatever it. people rely on social media and google to make decisions about where they're going which is so upsetting but it's it is the way of the world and it I, is and then you our get, shenanigans you get, you get fucking worked up when someone leaves but, a bad review but it's like and the that and the review is always because like they're impatient it's not because of like no because they're a fucking Melbourne. douchebag <laughs> so anyways uh, no holds bar but let me just say i can't i tell people i'm like uh, we drive so much business in from being relatable on social media and our shenanigans. People f- love it. So yesterday, one of our patients, so she comes in and I'm, I'm, I, she was so friendly. With she me was so I friendly. Was like, I was like, I was like, Oh my God, she's so nice. Yeah. Like gorgeous, like fake, like she's just cute. So I'm evaluating her in the room and she's like, I get her up and I'm like, all right, come out. Like we'll write your labs and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, so I just have to tell you something. She goes, I know you. She goes, I went to Camille fest and I'm such a fan. And me and my mom went to Camille fest. Like, and I listened to you and Hunter. Like I listened to girl boss in the game. I go, what? And she's like, I feel like such a stalker saying that. And I'm like, you're an actual fan that I like don't know. She and she's told, like, she, CJ told me that. And I was like, she didn't say shit. She to came me. to be my medical patient because of the podcast. And I 
fucking love that. Major fucking slay. I know, just like she feels safe. Hey, Poochie Slay. What does Poochie Slay mean? It's just, just go with it. Just like, oh God, the two weeks of piss slit. I can't. That is that is worse than like. Hey, my little piss slit. It's disgusting. That's what I call Kyle in DC. <laughs> I honestly. Kyle, Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> I hate that worse than C-U-N-T. Kyle was like, hey, sissy boy. And I was like, hey, little piss slit. <sighs> the gays are wild. We're wild. Sissy boy's fine. Well, pisslet's fine too. Ew, stop saying it. Like it's no one's, so gross. I don't like no one's gonna call me sissy boy and get away. You're with not it. gonna have to edit this one at all. It's been a fantastic show. No, this show. one's great. This is a oh god. <laughs> well, I might have to edit that. It's fine. Are you kidding? You farted and blew us out of the room. I'll edit that too. Oh. And I have a this this boy is Snapchatting me. And Who? My, um, I can't say his name because I told him about the podcast and he might listen. Well, speaking of that, as we round out, yeah, we, have we to want you guys, okay. we're trying to get back into our bearings. We're trying to remember what the hell the poll was from last week. I have no idea. Can you go back and listen to that tonight I will. or tomorrow? Well, tomorrow, um, not tonight. I got to go to bed. We would really love to listen resume. Listen to how deep my voice is. Like We last... would love to resume wine sponsorships. <laughs> that no, was fun. No, we have to. And also, like, last week, I, w- I was speaking in such vocal fry and, like, putting on such a show because I was trash. And now... When we do that, do they I'm, Venmo you? Usually, yeah. And I'm... Yes, when the vine... The vine... The wine sponsorship thing, like, they, everyone has Venmo me thus far, and I will buy our wine. Speaking of that... But late... Budley. God, fuck. But wait, let me just say. Well, we have a couple of housekeeping items. Sure. Let me get to mine first and so you can have yours. Um, last week I was an absolute disaster and I was speaking with like lots of vocal fry because I watched the cartoon. Did you say vocal fry again? The vocal fry. You don't even know what the fuck it means. Yes, I do. I, I li- the entire last episode, episode 13, was me all vocal fry like i don't talk like that normally anyway i'm just letting everybody know everybody knows i put okay. it on my social anyway media. i'm done this is just girl no, boss no listen we're, bye bye <laughs> listen so a couple things what's your venmo it's like h tatro something anyways buy us wine <laughs> but let me also say from Camille Fest 2, when you do wine sponsorship, it goes into our Venmo. That Venmo helps to sponsor um, Uber rides for patients do not, who do not have transportation to and from the office. That is absolutely 100% and true. Like that also, money, I do not touch it. No, we actually have like a bank. We do not touch it. Yeah. And so that we were like trying to figure out what we wanted to do with our donations and stuff from Camille Fest. And so far, the most feasible thing that's come to us is that is a huge problem is transportation for a lot of our indigent patients to and from the office or to and from other appointments. So we've been. We make sure that they can get here. Yes. So we've been paying for those. And get home as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Even the pharmacies. I think we've been. uh, Not Venmo. Uh, Uber people to pharmacies too. Yes. Yep. So they can get their medications. So that is something that when you give us money, 
Um, it's not going in our pockets. It's actually going towards patients at the office here who it's fucking hot in Florida and they have no way to get around. And if they are not able to get here or get their medicine, they're not able to get care. And you would be shocked at how many people are alone and have nobody there's, and are literally living on $500 a month. Like no, there's they're, so they're many. not making it. And they're, they're just, I'm not demeaning them, but they are old and frail and like, yeah, they yeah. need help. Yeah. And like, so, we are doing that and like. We'll post our Venmo. Everything's fucking helping. Like that, the money that you guys send us. Like initially, yeah. we were spending on the wine, but like then we were like, let's use this for something better. Yeah, um, it's for a good cause. It is. Uh, <clears throat> we need to be better about posting our makeup likes. Oh, I have new stuff too. So do I. I do too. Especially since I got my brows, Leon. Uh, I know. Like we need to go back to that. I went to Glossier in DC, and I didn't. Oh, talk about I had that. him bring home Future. Do I love it? Oh, no, we have to talk about that next episode. Yeah. Um, and what else was I going to say? Shit. This is a longer episode, huh? It's, it's fine. fine. This was a great. This is good. Um, last episode was rather short compared to like the last, I don't know, 18. Good God. What a mess. Ooh, <laughs> I'm reading an awesome. Oh, hey, I'm reading such a good book. So my friend Jen. You're reading? I'm a reader. No, I know. I'm just kidding. Well, it's I'm cyclical on time. Like, so I'll go through spurts of reading like 10 books and then two years will go by because I have no time. And then I'll no, read. I'll I like am, power read 15 we've books. We've talked about this before. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. It's I, just a matter of time. But I'll also read the same books every year because I just need it again. So right now I'm reading. Um, hold. The uh, one from Jen. Local Woman Missing, mm-hmm. a novel of... Oh, my God. You have to watch the Netflix uh, what? thing. Um, uh, Keeping Maya Safe or something. What's that? It's about, like, they think that, that it's, like, a um, Munchausen's by proxy. But, like, as you watch it, it's like, oh, wait, it actually wasn't Munchausen's by proxy. It was, like, actually fucked up on the healthcare professional's side. Can but you like, send it to me? But, like, you don't know. But, like, it's on Netflix. So the <clears> book <throat> is, sorry, Local Woman Missing. So 89% of Google users loved it. Uh, Books a Million, 5 out of 5 rating. Goodreads, 4.2 out of 5. Uh, How many? I'm reading it on my Kindle. Uh, Amazon rates it 4.4 out of 5. Um, it's actually... Like it's really great so far. So I pretty much Wait, I, I read say, half like, of it. I read you, half of it quick up in Georgia. Books a million was like two point whatever, and then like no, Amazon was higher. No, I said I said Books a Million was four point two. Oh, I was gonna. Well, I was gonna. No, defend, it's pretty consistent that it's. I good. was gonna defend Amazon and be like, no one's fucking ordering from Books a Million anymore because they're fucking closing down. Books a Million was five <clears> out of five. Well, Anyways, it's a good novel. Okay. Um, anyway. It's good so far. I'm almost Girl done. Girl boss on the gay bitch. Girl boss and the gay. I feel like there was something else I was going to say. Fuck. We'll hurry up. Um, we'll post the poll. We're going to post, we'll post a little video about, um, where the money goes when you do Venmo. <laughs> no, but it's real. We, it is real. And like, I can, I and I can it. show the Uber and Lyft receipts for it. Um, I can always <clears throat> present that to people to show that where your money is going towards transporting patients. It's for a good cause. Yeah. I, you know me, girl, I got receipts. No, sometimes we bitch. buy the sometimes we buy the wine when you sponsor the wine. But we no, also have our sure. we also have our Venmo account that goes towards people. And we need. just want to support our supporters. That's why we support like yeah. that's why we shout you out. Like yeah. you did that. Like we're gonna like 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 
We've been a Let little, you know. I have to agree. Since Camille Fest, we've been a little manic and off task. We're getting back on there. Who's been manic? Me and you both. It's been, you have been manic. This has been a very regimented, great show, informative. Okay, anyway. But we need to get back on task. Um, we need to do our tarot card. I literally promised that six shows ago, but like, I just haven't fucking had time. Uh, so we were, I'm so gonna it's, do it we're not so going to do YouTube videos or like there's a recording of the two of us with a camera. Mm -hmm. However, however, you will be able to listen to us on YouTube. Yes. Because. And of, it's under Girl Boss and the Gang. It is. Yes, yes, yes. And we will oh. post about it. And then at some point we will have cameras and whatever, but like I'm not willing for anything to look shitty. So we need at least four cameras. And I'm I don't think we mentioned this the last time that we made <clears throat> Spotify's recommended list. We didn't. We, no, we didn't mention that at all. I know. Like we're 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 rolling. I'm losing my voice. But if we could, if you guys could leave us a review, our leave main a review. our main ones are Amazon, Spotify, Apple. And then our website is under the RSS, which is in our social media. Scroll down. That'll link you to YouTube. Now go rate us on YouTube. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Even if you listen on another platform, please subscribe on YouTube because the more. Spotify, Apple, Amazon, like. But I guess when you get like a thousand on YouTube, like you start generating money and that can go towards more patients. And that's, you know what? We talk about, we joke, or no, we talk about being famous and all this stuff, but like we work in healthcare. And even though that it sucks sometimes, like we just really want to help these people. Well, you it's mean, for a good cause. It's for a great cause because we literally are constantly seeing the disparity every day. It's when you get a chance, can you text me the link to our YouTube page so I yes, can post it? I will. And we'll put it on Girl Boss and the Gay, and I'll put it on my personal too and tag you Ugh, to go subscribe. I love this. I know. So, We're anyways, doing God's work. This is Girl Boss and the Gay. <laughs> Girl Boss. Uh, we will see you next week. <clears throat> Let me do my my regular singing out. <clears throat> Wait, the only time that we might have off, it depends on Hunter's travel schedule. We might not be recording the week of July fourth. If you're in well, town, no. we will. We will. We'll, we'll discuss it. If you're in town, we'll record. Well, we're recording next week, so we might have a gap coming up for a week. But if not, if he's in town, we'll record. If I have anything to do with it. We'll record two episodes. Anyway, this anyway. is Girl Boss in the Gay. <clears throat> Why do you do this? Because it's funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're in love with your raspy Fucking voice now. pterodactyl. This is Girl Boss in the Motherfucking Gay. His voice is raspy because he sucked dick. Okay, well, you didn't have to let them know that. Anyway, <laughs> I won't deny it. It's true. See you next week. Bye.